Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. I am super excited to talk today. I definitely need this. It has been a very interesting week. Um, and I wanted to be sure to make sure I recorded this episode. A lot of things are happening. And I want to clear this up very quickly. No, this podcast is not coming to an end that I know of. Um, I definitely enjoy this and I um, look to grow it into something greater and something that um, I can truly, truly, you know, um, build upon. And this is a huge, huge piece of me. So definitely not coming to an end with this. If you haven't already, please share and give me feedback on this podcast, what you like, share it with friends, rate it, review it. It means a ton to me. It's very nice to see what you guys think and what you're getting out of it. And if you haven't, if you're new, check out my other episodes, check out the other content that I put out. Some of it's pretty, pretty um, heavy, grieving, etc. But there are some really cool, you know, fun, uplifting things that hopefully can, you know, get you guys excited again about life. Um, everythinginme.com is available. I am still doing workshops, although I did take a bit of a break because I felt I wasn't prepared this month, but next month I'm going to go ahead and ramp that back up. And I also have all of the previous, um, workshops that I did available online on everythinginme.com or everythingme on YouTube. So definitely got to check that out. But this episode in particular, I wanted to talk about coming to an end. Um, so for those of you who have been listening monthly, you kind of already know that there's a lot of things that I've been dealing with. Um, a lot of things have become unsettled and things that I didn't expect to happen, triggers that have gone on. You know that I'm in therapy last week's episode was my therapy journey. I'm now seeing a psychiatrist and it's very enlightening and very interesting to kind of go backwards and um, talk about some root issues and some things that um, have been unsettled for a while. But there were also some other things that have been going on in my life where I noticed there was some friction or just uncomfortableness that was starting to occur. And I'm pretty um, hypersensitive to when there's a shift or there's a change or there is um, kind of like a, a just an overall, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like an overall, like something's different here. And that's really what it is. It's when, for instance, relationships that I had, um, which seemed normal and seemed okay a couple months ago, there was a complete shift of what felt like to me, abandonment, um, you know, neglect. Um, I like, I felt guilty. I did something wrong and I was fighting for those relationships to continue. Um, but one thing that I learned is with growth, um, there's going to be change. There's going to be uncomfortable moments. And in order for things to be sustainable and for things to continue to blossom, you have to allow them to break. You have to allow them to settle and blossom into something, metamorphose into something that's more aligned the light or aligned with where you want to be, what you're trying to be or who you are. And you sometimes having some patience, allowing things to drift, allowing things to be unsaid or um, not necessarily just pounding it every single time because it now feels foreign to you, allows you the freedom and allows it the freedom to evolve. And I'm realizing now 
that something that had kind of waited me for a while of just feeling specifically uncomfortable with my goddaughter who is still really young and I've known her all of my life. That is like my, my baby. Um, well, one of my babies, um, I felt like our relationship between her and I, there were a lot of external things that got in the way that I felt like I wasn't protecting her. I felt like I wasn't mothering her enough. I felt like I wasn't in her life enough, or I didn't see her. I didn't see her in these last couple months. And it bothered me so much, so much because I take a lot of pride and I take a lot of care and consideration into those around me, especially children. So my nieces, my nephews, my cousins, whomever, I'm very, very hypersensitive about them. It's something about kids and their pureness and their honesty and their childhood that is so sacred to me. And I will protect them between their mom, their dad, their cousin, whomever, and and go and fight for what's right, fight for their voice. And I felt like I was one of those people who was in the way of her. And it bothered me to the core. It made me super, super emotional on a dime. And I just felt like drift, like things were drifting and it was so uncomfortable. I didn't have as much access to her as I used to. And I felt like I, I needed to lighten up. I needed to shift some things. I needed to change some things. So that way it would be more welcoming for her and allow her to be genuine, authentic, and not super protective of herself and sheltered and, um, you know, this is also a part of the journey that I've been personally having for a while now. And I talked about this again in my previous episode of wanting to lighten things up. I'm a very, I can be very serious. I can be very driven. And so that doesn't allow me the space to take chances as much or um, just risk productivity and energy. I'm very strategical in getting certain things done and getting things um, together. And, you know, I've been wanting to be more vulnerable and more fun and lighthearted and enjoy life more and just get up and go. And I've been hesitant, obviously, because of COVID, but you know, I've been trying to find my way in that. I've been trying to find the child in me, if you will, and heal and really heal. I mean, look at that person for what she is and what she lacked and missed. And in the most childlike adult way, enjoy life for what it is, especially having lost so many individuals in my family recently within the last year. You know, it's very important to me to have a more full body life. And so, you know, um, it's hard to find your way. I want to be very clear when things are coming to an end and you can see them, you can feel them, you know, that you're beating on a dead horse or things are in a weird kind of passing through vibe. You just feel even more, you know, um, uncomfortable. You feel even more like, what is really going on? What is really happening? You can't really catch yourself or catch it because as you're living, you're thinking everything's okay. You're starting to notice certain behaviors or mannerisms are starting to dwindle. They're starting to change. They're starting to, um, to move and in, in, in directions that you're not comfortable with. You're not okay with anymore. You're, you're feeling like things are slipping through your hands, literally as, and there's nothing you can say or do that's going to alter and change those things. Now, knowing that, 
you know, us as individuals are already very fluid and very, um, you know, we're living, breathing creatures that are evolving. That doesn't take away from other things doing the same thing. But for some reason, the stability or the comfort in knowing that this person, for instance, is always going to be overly in love with you or is always going to be by your side is a give and take. And going back to the example, I felt like I I pretty much lost her for a bit. And it definitely, it definitely ate me up inside. It ate me up so much because I felt like I was losing her. I was losing her and I was going crazy because I don't know. And I know she doesn't know really a life without me. And I never want to lose her, but I'm pretty sure people with kids can kind of understand this, especially when there's a transition happening and shifting and and stuff like that, um, where you feel like, you know, your child is, is, is a child, but not your child. And you just feel like, well, what else, what's the point then? (laughs) What's the point to life then? If I can't be that close, if I can't be on that level with them, I don't understand, you know, but I will say that recently, as of this week, I was able to act um, almost childlike with her on a one-on-one like quality time um, basis. And it was so weightlifting, so weightlifting, where there were no parameters of just fun and opportunity and engaging with one another. It wasn't, it was strategic in a sense that I initiated it. And I ensured that, you know, I was present. I definitely made sure I was very present and I was flexible and I was open and vulnerable. And it was some of the best times that I've had with her in a very long time. And I'm so grateful to have shared that moment with her and build on that. And it was well-needed, well, well-needed, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I will be honest with you guys. It did feel uncomfortable because this is something that I'm working towards being better at. I'm working towards um, just being more comfortable handling and doing. And um, I find that, you know, as as I get opportunities, I have to really approach it with a, like I said, a strategic mindset of this is a moment for you to rise up. This is a moment for you to express yourself or exercise or practice this part of you that you're, you're still not familiar with, or you're not comfortable with, or you're navigating through. It is okay. It is okay that it is uncomfortable. It is okay that it doesn't feel natural, but you got to quote unquote, fake it till you make it. You got to practice it until it becomes in your nature. And I just kept kind of coaching myself through that because there were moments where I felt like, oh, this feels weird. This feels weird. But being able to get down to her level or being able to just adjust to her needs and be present with her and connect with her on that level was something I wouldn't trade for trade now when trade in the world. Um, and we both, I feel like we both felt more connected because of that. Our relationship needed that it needed 
not Sam, the one who's always making sure I'm protected and safe, but Sam, the person I can see. Sam, the person that sees me, that is enjoying me, that is happy with me, that is here with me. And I really, really, really like that. And on our last encounter yesterday, um, we did the same thing. We did the same thing and removed all the distractions, you know, even though there were hiccups as far as us being comfortable, it was just nice to be in her presence and her wanting to be in mine and, you know, feeling that love, practicing that love. I've been listening to Brene Brown. And for those of you who have already listened to her or, you know, are familiar with her, she is amazing. She is someone, a researcher who studies shame and, um, I've had some a little bit of breakthroughs with her about my shame that I hold and carry and that I'm still trying to work through that I didn't even know was there, which I'm more interested in than anything else of like, oh, if I turn over this rock, wow, didn't know I left that there. Oh, it's shame. <laughs> it's time to deal with it now because <laughs> I found it again. <laughs> um, um, it may sound like daunting to other people because this is like something that we intentionally hide from everybody else in this world. But to me, it's enlightening and it's, um, it's an opportunity for me to gain, take my power back behind that and hopefully be able to share that with you guys and encourage you guys to, to go on the journey, you know, um, but listening to Brene, you know, and just talking about, unpacking things, you know, different instances that have happened to us and navigating things from a different perspective. Um, you know, her showing her vulnerable side to be able to give me an opportunity to uplift myself and do better for myself has been, I can't tell you guys how encouraging that has been for me. Um, you know, now that I've been transitioning to going back to work, um, it's been, it made me really anxious, really anxious, not in a good way, um, not in a debilitating way where I was completely frozen, but in a way that I'm like, something feels off. Now, remember when I talked about things um, not feeling right? Yeah, that's one of those things. Um, you have to be very careful. So way back, um, uh, pre-COVID specifically, pre-COVID, um, I felt burnt out. I felt extremely burnt out. I was learning about burnout. Um, I think I talked about that in January when I started the podcast, um, last year, I felt super, super burnt out. I felt like I wasn't really operating from a really good place and I'm not a half-assed person. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it right. Try to do it right at least the first time. Um, if not, I'm going to continue to try until I get it right. But that's just not operate. And in order to do that, it takes a lot of energy. It's not natural to me um, always to be able to do these things. Sometimes it takes more energy than I'm willing to give. But, you know, it's it's rewarding. It's extremely rewarding to be... Um, somebody who cares about what they do and, um, making the effort to do what it is that is necessary to get things done. That's something I pride myself on. I feel good about because I get to learn the most I get in there. Like I'm the type of person, I'm not afraid to 
you know, um, just, I don't stick with just, and that's another reason why I think I know that I've been burned out or was burned out was because, you know, in, in doing something that like working, how I was working, I'm not afraid to do what the janitor is supposed to do, or this person is supposed to do. I'm like a jack of all trades. And staying in my lane is is really tricky for me because I like to get the the job done by any means necessary and not by playing unfair, but more about making sure that, you know, if it needs to be all hands on deck, I have no problem in rolling my sleeves up and getting stuff done. Um, That's something that I enjoy and it keeps me versatile and agile and, you know, doesn't keep me stagnant. I don't want to be a leader who just, you know, takes on the the title of the award. I want to be a leader who actually, you know, um, can talk the talk and walk the walk, you know, and stand behind whatever it is the work product is because they're familiar or they, if need be, they could step in and make sure the engine still runs. So in that, um, you know, I felt though, as though my, um, my efforts were just exhausted. Like I, I can't tell you how exhausted I was from work mentally, physically. Um, it's a lot to manage and oversee. And I don't want to say that I was, I'm complaining anyway, short, because I'm definitely blessed with my career. It's given me so much opportunity. I've been able to get two degrees under this one role, um, which is unheard of. Um, stability, growth opportunities, networking opportunities, just a little bit of everything. And I'm very proud of what I've made um, within the office and what I've been able to do with the office. Um, but it definitely took a lot out of me. And when the pa- and I was I was actually starting to to put a name to it, learning about what that meant and what that um, what that did. You know, having burnout causes things like, you know, weight gain gain, and it can lead to depression. It can lead to so many of the negative things that I don't want in my life. And I had to find outlets and everything in me was kind of the, uh, a really great step in the right direction to be able to find that outlet. Um, you know, the pandemic hitting definitely catapulted me into leaning on everything in me more than ever. Um, but I didn't have the support that I think I, I re require in order to be as successful. I don't mind doing things alone. Like I enjoy doing my podcast alone, but as far as running the business, being, you know, strategic with the business, I would love to be a part of a partnership or team, um, that could allow for me to still have the creativity, but the support necessary to, um, ensure that the business is successful and the business has what it needs. Um, never been stingy with that when it comes to that sort of stuff, but overall, um, just learning about how burnout and what that means and how that can really, um, attack your body in so many different ways. I was very relieved, very relieved um, when we went to a full remote option, I found it to be a lot more manageable, um, a lot easier to digest and to deal with, but in transitioning now, like I mentioned earlier, it definitely has become stressful 
Um, I found myself going back into old habits because I'm introduced or I have access now to just really just turn the switch as if this year and a half, almost two years didn't even happen. And I had to stop myself. I literally had to stop myself. And today's the day that I actually stopped myself where I was like, hold on, we're approaching this from a all or nothing. And it can't be that way because that didn't work previously. So it took me three days to catch that. I am very tired um, and I technically shouldn't be, but because my efforts are to get the engine running and getting things flowing again, it again is draining me and I'm in the midst of that. And with some new information that I received actually today, this is something that I pondered on. So our role, you know, if you are in in a journey of growth and looking to make an impact somewhere, or you're looking to, um, diversify and align yourself with some, with something career wise that you are more, um, open to or interested in, um, it's going to require for some things to get really uncomfortable. It's going to require you to make some tough decisions. It's also going to require you to take on certain sacrifices and be agile for opportunities when they do arise. So I'm learning today, I'm getting the message, the aha moment, that right now, because I have chosen to manifest, um, pray on, prepare myself, do the work behind the scenes, um, sacrifice for certain things, that there is a new leaf coming. And it is the end of something. And this end is leaning towards having me be in a role that I am now the student again, um, where I'm now in a place where I'm get going from just regular to honors, you know, it's leveling me up. And I, I know this is happening. And for those of you listening to this episode, stay tuned because I'm telling you right now, I am the example of this. People want more. All of us want more. Wanting more is just the tip of the iceberg. It's going to take sacrifice. So for example, you know, going to school online, working full time, even starting businesses intermittently of those endeavors, um, being in a relationship, still trying to travel, figure out who you are. All of those things are very overwhelming, but I did those things because I want better. I want more. I want a better paycheck. I want more comfortability. I've been really analyzing my finances. Being in Miami has not gotten any cheaper, you know, and for those of you who are in cities or areas that are, it's gravely expensive. You have a little bit of choices there. Um, you can either step up and step into something that's going to allow you to reach better income. You can complain about it. You can, um, struggle, you can feel defeated and make it by, by the hair on your neck. Um, or you can move and relocate to somewhere that's a little bit more your speed. Um, you have a couple of choices for me, this drive that I have has caused me to level up me as an individual, because a lot of times 
in my career, I've been invisible or overlooked and, you know, taken for granted or my strengths have not been acknowledged. And because of that, it's required me to work harder. Now, I know some of you may understand this or have experiences or have attempted this or done this. That then means that when you are at a place where you are prime and ready or you are in the best shape for your next endeavor, there will be an end. Usually there's an uncomfortable spot and then there's a new beginning. Now, the degree in which you have uh, that uncomfortable spot, oh man, it could be something where you're yearning for a person or you're yearning for some sense of normalcy. It, there's a roller coaster that, that you're on that tends to be unpredictable. Now, the goal is to buckle through it. That is the goal, to buckle it through it, take things in stride, allow the uncomfortable to be there, sit with it, do the best that you can to adapt and to change and to work with the parameters and swallow certain pills because this is a moment in time. A lot of people have these instances where things become uncomfortable and they jump ship, they resort to being back vulnerable, they resort to not taking care of themselves, they resort to um, old habits, and then they get frustrated because in that time span, they're not able to get to the other side. I'm in for a hell of a ride. I'm in for a hell of a ride. I can feel it right now. I'm already exhausted, but I am thrilled because my goal and my um my wishes for myself are to continue to elevate something that I've been wanting to do for years. Um, I'm going to share with you guys on everything in me. Um, I've been wanting to do a retreat for women that allows us the time and the space to be able to uncover ourselves and to encourage ourselves to continue the fight against society, people who don't understand us, you know, historical trauma, you know, people who are just evil in general, things that are not in our favor. And I want to do this retreat where we get three, maybe four days to ourselves. And there is, there are activities designed to, um, to spark different parts of you you know, the child in you, the fun in you, the creator in you, the, um, the, the feeling, the gratitude and the gratefulness that you need to feel good about yourself. Um, all of these sort of things. And I've talked about this behind the scenes, but I think it's important for for you guys to know, especially right now with things coming to an end, that if this opportunity comes to me, because I'm obviously expressing it to the universe and now to my audience, don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. I always want more. I've always wanted more. And thank God, knock on wood, I've always been able to obtain more and not more in abundance, not more in gluttonous, you know, activities or just greed. It's more of, I am a vessel. I feel that can let in or navigate a lot of different things in a way that certain people can't, or in a way that is helpful towards other, that provides a service to others. And I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do that on a a larger scale because so many people feel lost. 
they simply feel lost. They feel empty. They feel frustrated. They feel as though their efforts go unnoticed. They don't matter. Nobody cares. And for those people of which I felt that same way and the end feels like a great idea or the end feels like a finally, or the end feels like I've been waiting on this moment of just release. I want you guys to know that there is beauty in life, even in the uncomfortable moments, even when you're part of the end, because that means that not only God has chosen you to navigate things from a a higher place, um, it also means that you have been chosen to enjoy another beginning, a new leaf, a new opportunity. There's so many little things that have been kind of playing and, and, and kind of, um, being like a a little sample sheet for me, you know, that with my interior design that I truly, truly enjoy, I'm working with someone right now on designing their home. And that's something that I actually started in, in when I initially started college, um, for the first time in 2008. And so I want you guys also to know that it is 2021 and I'm now getting an opportunity to work with someone outside of my immediate circle, um, to help design a home that makes them happy and be strategic in the decisions based off of my eye and my, um, choices that I've made for myself. And so that's why little things such as taking care of your home or doing things that make you happy within your home um, matter. You don't necessarily have to be an interior designer per se, um, but showing yourself the love and allowing other people to see that love and be attracted to that love. That's the point. That's the goal. Um, it's, it's, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's definitely something that's going to take some time, but it's such a, such a beautiful feeling. Guys, I I think it's important to, you know, continue to be vulnerable and let you guys in, especially with this journey, because I feel like so many, it, this, this part of the journey, as far as elevating and being in the process of elevating and being born anew is so, um, it's not talked about enough. It's so shunned upon. It's so, um, you know like far removed, people aren't able to articulate and to discuss these things, um, from a place that's in real time and give people the opportunity to identify that feeling in that season for them. Everyone's season is completely different. Everyone's journey is completely different and we cross cross paths all the time. Um, but I want to encourage people, especially if you're working on yourself, you are in the process of being a better version of yourself and you're removing yourself from traumas or triggers and things that, um, no longer serve you that you have to be very careful because when you just, when things are coming to an end, there's a sense of lack of control. Um, you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know how it's going to end, if it's going to be in your favor, if it's not, if it's going to be born anew, if it's not, um, there, there may be other things that you're navigating or you're doing that may distract you or not keep you completely, um, completely attached or present with what is happening. And so there may be some guilt associated with that. There may be some frustration and just stress trying to juggle things. 
I want to be very clear. I'm very stressed right now. I'm extremely stressed. I'm extremely vulnerable. I am not necessarily on the brink of depression because I definitely am aware of what needs to happen before I get there. But a lot of the things that I'm dealing with could easily um, get me depressed again. And I don't want that for myself. I don't want it for myself. I'm definitely um, putting in the necessary work to get away from that. And it is working. And I want to encourage anybody who is unsure or, you know, is still trying to figure that out for themselves is, you know, in the process of getting these things accomplished for themselves, you can get this stuff done. You can get to the better place. You have to understand that this moment that you're dealing with is a moment. It is not 30 years, 40 years. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some instances where things like this, um, cause us to be, or to get, um, stuck per se. You are not alone. You are far from being alone when it comes to this, but like I've been saying, you know, this part of the journey is not necessarily talked about or explained to in detail. So it's more of just being able to be transparent with you guys, as I always have been as much I can, as I can be and comfortable as I can be. Um, when you're turning over a new leaf, when you're seeking or you're finding a new opportunity to grow and to develop and to design a life that you want, there are going to be moments like this where everything feels messed up. Everything feels like it is mumbo jumbo. What I've done to protect myself in the chaos is I've sought out therapy again um, because I felt like I didn't have things under control. Um, I have resorted to 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 minimizing because I'm a hype, I wouldn't say hyperactive, but I'm a person who jumps all the way in, gets a lot of things done or is attempting to get a lot of things done. I've scaled back a lot of my efforts in getting things done and allowing things to be. I've been meticulous and careful about how much of what um, I can realistically get done in just doing that. I've been better to myself, like taking care of myself and, you know, doing things that I need to get done for myself that make me happy, that allow me to feel more like myself. Even something as simple as putting on makeup in the morning. Like I usually just do, um, mascara and my eyebrows. And that's, that's my natural go-to look. Like literally that's all I ever do to my face majority of the time, but here and there stepping it up and putting a little bit more effort doesn't necessarily hurt. Um, just making things more digestible for me, allowing for, allowing to be able to have more time to, um, allowing to be able to have more time to be able to flow, go with the flow, do what I need to do and not feel like I'm missing out or I'm not taking care of something. I'm dropping the ball on something else. There's always going to be something to do always, at least on my end, there's always something to do, or I could be doing, or I should be doing. But if I can take that in digestible bites and pay attention to my body, if I'm tired and I have to take energy shots to stay up, I need better quality sleep. I may need a nap or two, um, paying attention to what I'm eating, stop indulging in things that I don't need to you know, setting a kind of like a more of a balance or more of a break in things when it comes to, um, just overall figuring out how can I, you know, operate from a space that I'm healthy. I am mentally prepared for, 
it just caused me to retract. It causes me to sit back. Things have to play out. When you put things into the universe, when this is something I have to stress because I experienced this or I was a third party in this, where someone is putting, you're putting something out into the atmosphere that you really, really want. And I think a lot of us have, have been fall victim to this, even myself, where you put things in the energy in the air that you want. The opportunity comes your way. And because you have not done the work or made the sacrifices, you're going to, or potentially lose that opportunity. And then you're going to blame or feel like, what is the point? You're not going to take accountability to say, you know what? I didn't do everything on my end that I should have done to make room or to allow for this, this blessing to come my way. I got in my own way and I, you know, messed this up because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't, um, where I needed to be. I wasn't doing what I needed to do in order to get to the outcome I was in search of or in need of. And because of that, you know, people walk around with this chip on their shoulder or this, you know, negative attitude. Me personally, right now, I'm also staying away from social media that is not helpful. That is, that is feeding into a negative connotation, social media, people, conversations, environments, activities, anything that is um, damaging to my mental state or my overall health and well-being. I'm really trying to veer off or veer away from those things because it. I'm very vulnerable right now. There's a lot going on. There's a lot moving and I have to protect my peace. I really have to be mindful of that. And I'm also congratulating myself. I'm, I'm amping myself up. I am saying you go girl, what such a great job. Like you really are kicking ass with this. Like you are really making something of yourself. You're making something of this being very proud of myself and celebrating myself is essential to this goal of shifting my life into, um, somewhere or doing something that allows me to have the flexibility and the freedom and the impact that I, that I crave, um, out of life, because the reality is we can design our life. We can design it and we can participate in it and we can sit back and enjoy our designs. And so I'm looking forward to being able to do more of that over time and being able to have opportunities that allow me to, um, enjoy that and reap the benefits behind that because it's exciting to me. It's fun to me. It is invigorating to me, um, that this opportunity or opportunities are coming my way. You know, there's a storm, but outside of the storm becomes new growth, new opportunities, new landscape. There's a, there's a reason for disasters. Things either aren't working or things, mother nature does it all the time. You know, we don't have really too much control when it comes to when it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Obviously, climate change is real. But what I mean behind that is there is there's always a sense of a cycle and ecosystem that exists. And that that same go that same thing goes for wanting more, having more. You know, God gives us only what we can manage. And if you know this we get in the way and we try to manage way more than we can actually, you know, handle. If you think about the things that you can actually manage, you can actually control, you'll realize that it is manageable. It is our own wants and desires and needs that forces us or makes us think, or, you know, we require, or we attempt to take on way more than we, than we want. You know, and when we have thoughts that are what we feel are like behind the scenes, no one's paying attention, 
He's always there. He knows your heart. He knows where you are. He knows what's going on. He knows what's, what, you know, what, what's happening with you. And he's going to continue to push you and he's continue to move you and you can get in your own way. And with things coming to an end, I know for a fact that I have a, a responsibility to take care of myself and to weather this storm that I'm currently and, you know, going to go through. Um, because I can lose myself. I can lose what I worked hard for. I can lose my opportunities and that's not something I'm willing to give up. That's not something I'm willing to just act as if doesn't matter. And actively as I can make better choices and better changes, even in, for instance, my leadership, I'm very, um, purposeful behind that because I really think it's important to, make sure that I am aware that my choices impact other people's lives and careers. And it takes somebody who is um, sensible and gracious. And I'm learning from other leaders. I'm reading one of our greatest leaders, literally are definitely our greatest president of all times is book. Um, I'm trying to absorb any kind of leader that speaks to me because I know for a fact my next journey, my next, you know, um, career, my next opportunity opportunity will be from a leadership perspective where I'm going to have to man the ship and drive the ship. And I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm unsure, but I'm confident. And the confidence comes from little nuggets over time that have developed and designed itself to be something that I'm versed in and I'm proud of. And sorry, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited, but I'm nervous and I'm cautious and I'm trying to just take my time. And I hope that you guys too are aware that there is another side to all of this. There's always another side. There's always another opportunity. It's never it's never just life is never stagnant. (laughs) Like it may feel like that, but the sun comes up, it goes down, it rains, it, it, you know, the houses burn. There's so many things that happen in life that we sometimes forget and don't pay attention to. And I want to be a part of that movement as much as I can, because I get to have the, the, the the wind. I want to not necessarily go with the wind. (laughs) I want to know where the wind is going, get moved by the wind for a little bit, you know, and then go on to somewhere else for a little bit, you know, just so that way I can have a more full life. I want to have a more full life. And I feel like, you know, in order to do that, again, sacrifice, keeping your head down, making sure that you're paying attention whenever need be, you know, putting in the work behind the scenes, manifesting, you know, what I mean by putting in the work, I mean, actually showing up and actually practicing the things that we preach or we want for ourselves. It's not easy. It's not, it's not a comfortable thing to do, but it's so rewarding and appreciating the end. You know, I've dealt with, like I said, deaths and I'm trying to still come to terms with them because, you know, sometimes ends are just a one strain. They're one strain, but it doesn't necessarily mean a complete never again. There's no soul that's ever been completely lost. It is us who are now responsible to continue the, um, the journey or the legacy of someone 
who means the world to us or has meant the world to us through hopefully caring and lifting their spirit through words or events or um, blessing others and taking on their characteristics or their sayings or the things that they lived by in order to keep their spirit alive um, outside of the human form. And, you know, that's something that I'm working on and something I'm working through. And it's definitely not easy, but and it is very new, but I, it's so rewarding to know that the love that I've had um, or that I have is just a lot deeper and, you know, has so much dimension to it like never before. I don't think I've ever been loved the way I'm loving. And I'm excited about that because that um, effort is not going to go unnoticed. I know that for sure. So, yeah, um, work in progress, <laughs> work in progress. Guys, ladies, gentlemen, um, he, she, they, whatever you go by, I definitely appreciate everyone listening from whatever space you're in and whatever you're going through. I just pray and I am rooting for you. I hope that you're celebrating yourself and taking care of yourself and fighting for yourself and being the best version of yourself. Remember to check out everythinginme.com. It definitely needs some updating. It will be updated, but this episode means a lot to me because it's something that has needed to be said for a while now and it is raw and is true. It is present. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to have some sort of platform where I can share my life and I would love to hear from you guys. So if you find this valuable, like I said, in the beginning, feel free to share it with others. And no matter what you're going through, please know that there is a point to all this. There is a purpose behind this and you have a purpose. And sometimes it may, you know, you have dirt and rocks and water on it. But if you clean yourself back up or pick yourself back up, you can be able to get right back into the swing of things. Everything has been designed. Your life has been designed for you already. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of your destiny. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. And I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. <laughs>